Hi, friends. Welcome to my podcast, Create Alivity. I'm Carla Hurd, and we are going to work together to create the life that you crave. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, thanks for joining me today. This is a crash course in creativity, and we're going to talk about stopping the slump. So I know that people have bad days and bad moments. I get that, but you can stop the slump. I know that you can do it, and I need you to do it because the world needs that thing that you have that's going to go serve them. You have a purpose, and there's a plan for you, and there's things that you need to do and there's people that you need to see and if you are having a bad day it's okay I just don't want you to stay there so I hope that this podcast will help you find some ways to get yourself up out of that and stop the slump so that you can continue to serve so here we go here's some ideas okay so first of all what I want you to do is I want you to make a list of these ideas um, like very specific things that I'm going to say put them on a piece of paper and and my list is on my battle board you can put your list wherever you need to on the fridge on your bathroom mirror or whatever but these are some things that you're going to do to stop the slump so that you can get up out of it all right so first thing is I want you to consider what you're consuming so a lot of people if they're not feeling good right they might go have they might go have a drink drink an alcohol drink and that really doesn't um serve the needs of your body doesn't serve your attitude you know all the time I'm, I'm not saying don't have drinks i'm just saying when you're feeling bad it's probably not a great choice think about consuming something that is going to um, help bring you up out of it we all know that food feeds us and fuels us in a good or a bad way and so you know maybe alcohol is a bad way but if you have a natural energy drink or some good coffee some good strong coffee or a vegetable smoothie you know something like that that's really going to feed your body Um, it will also feed your mind and get you in a good mood Uh, I know it's easy to turn to like um, comfort foods and things like that when you're feeling bad, but you know that you're going to regret that later and that's not going to serve you well. That's not going to help you get out of the slump. It's going to feel good for that moment, but that's about it. And we need you for more than that. So think about what you're consuming. That's first thing on the list. And I want you on this list to specifically write down some good, healthy things that you're going to consume to help get you out of the slump. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is I want you to go, if you, ha- if you can make a playlist. Um, I use Spotify. I've got two playlists in there that I love. One is called Good Vibes and the other one's called Let's Get It. (laughs) It's just what I named it. And in it are songs that pump me up. And, um, you know, I've got a little salt and pepper in there and then I've got some Jesus music in there. It's really a mix. You know, I I have that one song that's, um, it's good to be alive right about now. You know that song. So, Think about some songs that get you pumped up, that get you toe-tapping, that get you singing, even if you're not a good singer like myself, and put those in the playlist. You can Google songs that pump me up, and it'll give you some ideas also. But make that playlist because when the time comes, you're going to turn that on. You're going to plug in, and you're going to turn that playlist on, and you're going to get pumped up. I know you are, okay? So write that on your list, playlist, and then go create the playlist. All right, next thing is, call so-and-so. So who do you call when you're feeling down? You know who you probably shouldn't call. 
Don't call somebody that's going to make you feel worse. Don't call someone that's going to bring this up again later, you know, and, and like use it against you. Don't call someone that's going to keep talking about this and gossipy about it. Don't call that person. Call somebody who's going to tell you the truth, who's going to be honest and love you and, you know, speak the truth and love and call the person that's going to empower you to get through it. Not the person that's going to scold you, but the person that's just going to be there with you and be supportive and encouraging. I know you know those people. I, I have three people that I can call for that. You know, like three people for, they're, they're like my blanket people. I can call them for anything at all. But I, ha- I do have very specific people for if I have a business question I might call or if I'm feeling low about my business, I have a person for that. You know, but there's these three blanket people that I have. And so I want to encourage you to write those people's names down on your list. So call so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so, okay? Three people, probably a good idea. Just in case the first two aren't available, you got to back up. All right, next thing on the list. A movie. If your schedule allows, what movie will you watch that will make you feel great? I wrote down Top Gun and Tommy Boy. I know, it's kind of crazy. One of my girlfriends was talking about this and hers is Princess Bride. So if your schedule allows and you're feeling low, what movie cracks you up or brings you back up? Write that on the list. Next thing is take a walk. This is a great thing about the walk is that fresh air, we know that that helps us. If the sun's out, even better. But movement, it's movement. It's all about the movement. Doesn't even matter how fast you walk. Just get out there and walk. And here's the special thing about walking. You can listen to your your Let's Get It playlist while you're walking. You can call your friend while you're walking. You can consume your smoothie drink while talking to your friend while walking. Oh my gosh, the trifecta of Stop the Slump. Okay, next thing on the list. And the last thing is photo album. So I want you to go into your phone and I want you to make an album. I think actually this might be a Tommy, uh, Tony Robbins hack. Um, make an album of all the quotes and all the pictures of all the things that make you feel really good. I love looking at pictures of my four kids, like hugging each other or being goofy or being silly. I love looking at pictures of my husband and I on beaches because I'd always rather be there. And so I have an album in my phone um, and it's called the Good Vibes Album. I know, I'm, I'm just, I like to just, you know, stay the same. Um, the Good Vibes Album, and that's where I go. If somebody, if somebody pissed me off and I'm about to go crazy Carla on them, I'm gonna look at that photo album. I really am. And it's gonna remind me of who I need to serve and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And maybe some quotes that people sent me that's going to empower me. And I'll just sit on the couch and I'll look at that those pictures and I will feel better. Okay, I hope this serves you. I really, really hope that this helps you stop the slump. I believe it will. I want to encourage you to try all of the ideas and see which ones work best. I juggle. I use a lot of these ideas at different times depending on what's going on. I'm a positive person, 100%. I have inner joy that is so high sometimes that it's annoying, but I have my bad days and my bad moments, and I have to use these hacks, and you might need to use some of these too. You might need to use all of them, or you might know somebody who, want, who needs to use these. Let them know that, this, that they don't have to stay there. Let them know that they can stop the slump and that it does help them to create the life that they crave. Okay, guys, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. I'd love to hear what you thought about this. Talk to you soon.
It's a commercial. Oh my gosh. Okay, just hang in there. It's not that long. I want to talk to you guys today real quick about Isogenics eShots. Isogenics offers nutritional products and supplements with an encouragement group so that you can create the life that you crave. There's three things that people always want. Focus, clarity, and energy. All three of these things can come from a little drink that is called an e-shot. And the E is for encouragement. It's plant-based caffeine with adaptogens to help give you the energy and focus and clarity. If you would like some more information about how to try this as a sample or to get your own box, please head on over to CarlaHerd.com. Okay, so what'd you think of today's episode? Did you love it? I hope so. If you did, would you please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to? I'd really appreciate it. Also, we have a lot of other things that we do at Create a Liberty, Create the Life You Crave. If you'd like more information, head on over to our Facebook page, but you can also get some details at www.carlaherd.com. C-A-R-L-A-H-U-R-D.com. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. All right, today we're going to talk about working from home and balancing the home life and your business life. If you are in direct sales or network marketing, you know, or you work from home with a home-based business of some sort, this podcast is for you, and I'd like to encourage you to share it with somebody. I am an expert in this field. I've been doing the work from home balance with four kids for 28 years. And it's been oftentimes a struggle. It was hardest when I was single uh, for nine of those years with four kids. But the thing that I've learned is that being a person who works from home, for the most part, I I'm, I'm work from home for the most part, is a good thing for your kids. There's a lot of lessons in having an office in your home, for example. I grew up in a home where the very first room in the house was supposed to be like the dining room, living room type place, and it wasn't. It was always my parents' office. And so I'm, you know, I'm used to that. Uh, in our home, I've had my office in various places, uh, the basement. Those were troubling years. I can't believe I had my office in the basement. And, you know, more recently brought my office upstairs when some rooms upstairs opened up, which I like a lot better. Sometimes I work from the dining room table, you know, it just depends on what's going on. But what I want to tell you is that number one, it's important for you to have your own workspace where you can keep your stuff. Even if you do take the laptop out to the dining room table or the living room, that's fine, but have your own space because number one, you need it for concentration and you need it for all the things like your goals, your battle board, your calendar and all your stuff, right? But you also need it because it's a write-off. If, it's, if you have your own dedicated space, um, it's a business expense. The dining room table is not a dedicated office space. So, you know, you're losing some money that way. So that's my first tip is get yourself a dedicated office space. And there's some lessons for the family in that too. You know, when mom's in the office, she's working. You know, when, when dad's in the office, doors shut, don't bug. So there's some lessons in that as well, I believe, especially if your office is filled with some personal declarations, uh, some goals, some things that your family can see what you're doing because they're welcome to come in your office, right? But 
it's it, it would be better for them if they could see like, hey, I want to, I'm working on earning this trip to Fiji and these are the things I have to do. And, you know, they can see that. You don't even have to point it out. They just come in there to chat with you and they do see it. So there's some great lessons in there. So let's get, let's get a dedicated space. Okay. So over the years, working from home, uh, the kids have been, of course, various ages. I started my first home-based business when my oldest daughter, Kayla, was one and a half, and Caitlin was in my belly. So I, you know, as they grew into toddlers, you know, they were home with me for the, the first four or five years there of doing this, and I had to come up with some things for them to do so that I could work. Because let's face it, being a mom of toddlers is hard enough. You're constantly running around, picking up things or grabbing drool or changing a diaper. And so, you know, you need to work during the day. And so here's a couple tips for that. So first of all, we had this box. Um, It was called the business box. And it stayed up on top of the refrigerator. And in the box were things that the girls didn't normally get to have. They didn't get to play with. They didn't get to eat. You know, like, so we had cookies in there. Um, We had some some Lincoln logs, some Legos, some, a special Barbie, you know, different things like that, that they only got to play with when I brought the business box down. And when I brought the business box down was when I needed to make some phone calls. So that was before Facebook, you know, where you can, you can answer a Facebook message now while you're changing a diaper, probably put it on speaker. So that's awesome. But I didn't have that, you know, in 94, 95, 96. Wow. It feels like so long ago. Okay, so anyway, so we would bring the business box down and the girls would get to play with those things while I was making my phone calls. Uh, It would be between 20 and 45 minutes because that's all the attention that they had. So that's one thing. We had the box. Uh, Another tip for toddler time is movies. So they had their favorite movie, which was Balto. Remember Balto? great movie. And I would turn that movie on when I had to make some phone calls. Now, again, the movie's almost two hours long, I think, but it still didn't keep their attention because they they wanted me. But I could get a good 30 minutes out of them. um, And they would just sit and they would watch that movie so I could make my phone calls. We didn't watch Balto outside of mom making phone calls. I had to make it special for them so that they would sit there and watch it and be quiet. Um, the other thing that we did a lot is we took walks. So I was, you know, one in the stroller or two in the in the wagon. You know, we just took some some random walks. And when I was on the walk, I could make at least one phone call. So we were out and we were together. But you know, toddlers don't really always need you to talk to them like a teenager does. So that was kind of good. Um, the other thing that we did is I took them to a playground. You know, we had a little community playground in our apartment backyard or um, in our town. And so I could take them to a playground and let them play safely. And I would just be on the outside of the playground making phone calls. I can see them. They know I'm there and I would wave and smile periodically so they knew I was paying attention. And if it was like a, hey mom, watch this moment. I mean, I can do that, right? I can do that while I'm on the phone and I can give a thumbs up or a fist pump and they can have fun and be outside and then I can make my phone calls. Now, I will tell you that the movies, the walks, the playground, you you do need to be off the phone and be present with them for some of the time so that they can see that 
you know, you, you want to engage with your kids while they're on the playground, for example. So maybe the first 10 minutes or so I would play with them and we'd have a great time and I'd show them some things that they can do on the playground. And then I'll say, mom needs to go make some phone calls. So I'm going to be right over there and I'll be watching you every second, but let me just make these phone calls and I'll come back and play with you. So that serves a lot of purposes. You know, I get my work done. Um, I still see what they're doing and they get to be outside and playing and you know, that's great and healthy for the kids. Okay, so as they're getting older, um, I always did try to get my work done while they were at school. So I'm still, you know, I have one child at home now, 16, and she doesn't care, but it's still ingrained in my brain to be done working at three o'clock because she's going to be walking in the door at about 3.20. So I'm, I do, I just, you know, I used to go pick up the kids from school. And so I just kind of work from nine to two thirty. That's kind of what I am. I have been doing all these years. And so I try not to make phone calls or do things outside of those times when uh, the kids were younger. Now that they're older, it's a little bit easier, but I do try to like be done as much as possible. Even for my husband, I, I really do try not to schedule too many phone calls um, in the evening because let's face it, you know, he gets home at 530. He goes to bed by 930 and that's not a lot of time for him and I. So I don't want to be on the phone the entire time. So I try my best to get my stuff done uh, during the day. Okay. Now, as the kids get older, this is such a great thing. My parents did this for me, and I want to highly recommend you do it for your kids. Pay them. Pay them money to help you in your business. Now, I'm not the kind of parent that pays for chores. I just, we just don't. Um, but if they will help me in my business, I will pay them because this serves so many purposes. First of all, they get a little taste of what you're doing. They learn a skill it is a write-off. Child wages are a write-off. And they can do different things at different ages. Don't think that your kids, um, you know, your four or five-year-old can stuff folders or even file or even, um, you know, as the kids got older, uh, Kayla especially loved to do my expenses. That This is a great life skill for her, you know, so that she knows how to do these kinds of things. I, I made phone calls for my parents when I was growing up. My mom had me doing cold calls and making appointments for my dad when I was 13 years old. Um, but you know, kids these days don't like to be on the phone, but they could send some messages for you. If you had a script that they could copy paste and send out messages. Like in my business, I need to check in with some people. There's some coaching aspects to our business. So I have to check in with people. And that first message out to them is uh, kind of a blanket one, you know, like it, it's a script type, hey, how you doing? I just want to check in with you, blah, blah, blah. And then when they reply back, I, I need to answer that, you know, because I, we have a personal relationship. But certainly, um, my 12 or 13 year old can send out and so can yours those kinds of messages to get the ball rolling. That is something that you can teach them to do. What lesson is in that? I mean, you know, connecting with people, learning how to talk to people, you know, showing your kid that caring and coaching is an important thing. I think that's awesome. Um, the whole filing system, I know that when both my girls moved out on their own, they got themselves a little filing system. It looks similar to mine. And guess what? Mine looks similar to my mom's. So that's a thing. 
that's pretty important for them and for their life. And when I'm talking filing system, I'm talking like, you know, all of our car titles are in one folder. Um, each kid has a file folder with all their stuff in it, their birth certificates and, you know, all their things like that. House stuff, you know, how, the bill receipts and things like that, you know, how to file for the household. Those are important things that are in my office that I, I do and I have paid my kids to help me with. So that's great. Okay, as they get older, um, some more things that you can do is you can take them with you on appointments. So, you know, I have a meeting with somebody to share with them about my business. I'll take I'll take Karis or Colton has even went with me. And they may or may not sit at the same table as us because we, we meet in coffee shops a lot, but they're there. So this serves a great purpose. Number one, they do hear what you're saying and how you're talking to people. This is, this is a great lesson for them. Number two, they see that your, your business, your job is important and it involves other people. And so that way, you know, when you are on a phone call or doing something important, maybe they will remember that, hey, mom does care about that person. I remember meeting that person. That person needs mom's help. So I'm going to, I'm going to shut up so she can do her thing with them. You know, they, they will remember that. They also get to know how to talk to people. They get to learn about other different kinds of people, you know, teenagers so often are, are in their bubble with their friends at high school and maybe their family or people at church, but you know, they're still kind of in a bubble. They don't really know how to talk to people outside of that bubble. So if they can see you doing that and be a part of even some of the conversations, Karis most definitely has been a part of some of those conversations um, and make her own friends with some of my business partners, this is a great, great thing. So I want to highly encourage um, that you do that. And then here's another aspect of it. Whenever we leave an appointment, I will talk to whatever kid or kids are with me and, you know, we'll say like, okay, so did you hear that situation? Did you hear how that person handled it? And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it because sometimes there's some lessons in, those conversations that I can reiterate on the way home and just teaching my children about people and how important it is to connect with them. So, and listen, you know, I, I, when I'm meeting with people, uh, I do talk a lot. So, uh, if I have a kid there, I want to teach them that I'm listening as well. So the, these are great, great, great lessons. Um, in many ways it, it matures your children um, sooner than the other kids because they do see a different side of life. It's kind of the adult side of life. And um, they're seeing parents be entrepreneurs is really, really good for them. You know, the other, the other part of this is that they see me loving my job. They see me loving my family. And they see me making time for both. Because let's face it, I, if, I'm, if I'm all mom- I'm kind of not a great wife, right? I'm not a great business owner. If I'm all business, I'm not a good wife. I'm not a great mom. And they see me working to balance it and integrating business into family and family into business. They see me doing that. That to me is true balance. I do not think that they need to be separate. I do not think that they should be separate. Each needs to know that they are important for the world because you're serving your purpose and that they're important to you. Because you are not just a mom. 
You have things to do. You have people to help. And they need to know that because years later, when they get to be that age and they have a husband and they have a family, maybe they want to do something in entrepreneurship or have their own business. Or even if it's just a regular, you know, the job outside of the home, that needs to be important to them as well because it's part of who they are. So I really hope that these ideas served you well. I hope that it would help you figure out a little bit more of the work and balance. We'll have some more conversations about this going forward. Thanks for listening and have, as always, best day you can.